are listening to SportsOverTime.com. Your blood, our sweat, your tears. <laughs> no, that's not it. You are listening to SportsOverTime.com, where the clock doesn't matter. This is a show about sports and everything in between. From a fan's perspective, it's edgy and unapologetic. We break down what's hot in the world of sports and maybe some of what's not. This is the Weekly Sports Drop with your host, Jazz Santana. Let me tell you something about Power Pizza. Two large slices and a soda. I was already going into you. <laughs> we were hearing your voice again. I just have that about me. I just can't wait to get on the microphone. That's true. You're go. such a professional, man. P- premature. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the weekly sports drop. I'm your host, Jazz Santana. I am joined by my co-host, Robbie Campbell. RB. R- no, RC. RC. Rack, R-C. if you want to get technical. R-A-C. R-A-C. Right I'm also Big joined rack. in studio by my good friend, former... Ugh. I hate when I have to say this. <laughs> Former FSU football player, Mike Schill. What's going on? Everybody? I'm glad he's here. You're lucky I got love for you, bro. Hey, it's that week. All right. It's that time it of year. It is that week, so we Once have to year, have him in here. studio. All right? <laughs> a pleasure. Thanks for joining us here. Uh, I mean, everybody's got to know what's going on, right? This week, that's all we're going to talk about is Kane's FSU. It's Kane's FSU week. Nothing else matters in the world. Not work. That's correct. Maybe money, maybe making money. If you ask Mike, it's definitely making money yeah, over mo- everything. Yeah, money, money, and that are equal. Yeah, and, um, and but aside from that, I don't think anything else matters in this world. Especially since the Canes have this huge streak on the line that they got to break. They broke one streak last year, and, and Mike was here that week, so maybe maybe Mike's bringing yeah, us some good a, luck. He's our good luck charm. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord, the streak breaker. Oh <laughs> uh, boy, we got a pretty uh, we got a uh, as um, an homage to my friend Mister. Mark Hockman, we got a loaded potato today. Oh yes! All right, we got a loaded potato. We Sour got- cream, <laughs> anchovies. You would you butter? I, I'm not a big I'm not a big chives guy though. Chives. As long as you don't put any chives on it, I'm good, man. <laughs> Anyways, we've got uh, Tino Banach joining us from Five Rings from the Five Rings uh, from the Five Season Five. Jesus, so five, hard to say, man. Strike five two Rings strikes. podcast. Okay. From the Five Reasons Sports Network. So he's doing the Five and Rings he's also podcast a producer on 560. Oh. Yeah, man, Tito does it all, man. And we wait, also, wasn't there a caller that used to, that was called that was Tito a chronic that was yeah, called? Yeah, it's he, not the same guy. Not the, it's not the same guy. No, he didn't go from chronic guy. to producer. No, 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 no. It's not the same guy. <laughs> then we got we also got Eric Morero, or longtime young stallion Eric Morero from Kane's uh, Insight. And is he still young? Is he still a young stallion? I mean, he's been doing know, this man. for a while. Yeah, he's 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 a, he's a wily veteran. Yeah. Now. <laughs> all right. So we'll bring him on in in a little bit. We'll go. Which, by the way, the talk bed's not working. But anyways, that's for that's that's a nobody cares about that. Yeah, nobody cares. It's my FSU week. Correct. Um, yeah, we're excited, man. Talk, Robbie. What's your take on this game? I mean, before we get into uh, the phone calls and all that. Oh yeah, what's your well, take on it. Well, I'm glad Mike's here because he's gonna be. I think he's gonna back me up on this because I have a feeling that the Miami Hurricanes are taking this game very lightly. 
They are going in with that oh, too. Here we go again. They're here going again. with that too cool for school approach. Oh, Florida State's terrible. They almost lost to Stanford. They got embarrassed by Syracuse. They got embarrassed by Virginia Tech. And they're all the jokes about the turnover backpack calling it a purse. I don't like the mentality of the players going into this week's game. They're huge favorites. They're thirteen and a half point favorites. Two touchdowns. And I think they're going to go in. They think they're going to roll over FSU. The FSU is going to be not going to show up to the game, and they're going to roll over in the first quarter and I don't I don't like it no no I mean um, I'll say this much obviously uh, <laughs> when looking at years in the past and, and based as our, our level of production this year I mean your players have a right to your, yeah your players have a right to you know be thinking like that to be real um, however I, well don't I, they, they don't really but I'll let you yeah know. yeah what, what, what I would say though I definitely know that in a rivalry game the biggest the biggest thing that you have to look at is is the mental aspect of it right um, and, and with that being said a lot of these guys have, have have connections that stem farther than two or three years it's two or three decades it's not even them on the field playing it's their dads playing on the same exact field with the same name on their back with the same jersey so I think that whenever it's a rivalry week whether it's you know Miami and Florida State uh, Michigan Michigan State Ohio Ohio State Penn State whenever it's one of those big time games all that other stuff goes out the window exactly and when you come out when you come out the locker room you're at war and, and that's the beauty of it yeah I think Florida State's gonna play a great game yeah. I think Florida State you know everyone's making fun of them but I, I think this is the like their Super Bowl this and their game against Florida down the road, but that, yeah. that game's out till late November. Yeah. But for now, you know, they already have two losses. Things aren't looking too good. They're probably not going to win the Atlantic with the way Clemson is playing. Yeah. They're, they're Florida State's thinking, this is our chance. This is our Super Bowl on the road. And by the way, they have not lost. Florida State has not lost down here since 2004. Yep, 2004. Think about it. You know who scored their winning touchdown for the Miami Hurricanes in that game? Tell me. Frank Gore. I can Frank tell you. Gore. And Frank Gore, and then since then he went out to be in the NFL. He has played his entire NFL career <laughs> without seeing the Miami Hurricanes beat Florida State at home. Not on the road, not in not in Doe Campbell, at home in either the Orange Bowl or Hard Rock Stadium. That's an incredible stat. An incredible stat. I mean, They've won six in a row down here. Six in a row down here. And I will say that a couple of those games could have gone either way. I yes, the I, game agree, last I agree. Year in the, I believe it was the game uh, two, two years, years ago. ago. Yeah. was absolutely incredible. The Canes are up 13 to 3. Yeah. And then in 2014, the Canes got up to a twenty-three to seven. It could, to seven. it could have been thirty-one to seven because they missed an extra point. Of course they do. That. Yeah, that and they had Braxton Barrios had a diving catch in the end zone, but he did drop it, and then they missed a field goal on the drive. Right. So right, they were up twenty-three to seven. It right. could have been a lot more, and they and then Florida State ended up coming back to win thirty to twenty-six, and that was mm-hmm. Jameis Winston and Dalvin Cook doing that, what they do. <laughs> and that that whole year, Florida State was coming back from behind on everybody. Yeah. Everybody, everybody. I mean, and they were down three touchdowns to start the game against Louisville, and they came back to win that year, which was incredible, by the way. And that was on the road, if I'm not that mistaken. was that was on the road. That was that was out of control. I'll never forget that watching that game. I mean, that's Jameis for you. Uh, but we're not even in the Jameis time right now. We're with 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 Francois behind us. Um, and um, well, you know, it's a new coach, you know. new coach, new staff, um, new 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 guys in in the weight room. I mean, everything has completely changed. You know. So um, it's going to be – it's making it out to be a great game. I mean, it's always a rivalry. So, again, everybody's going to, um, you know, 
come to the game prepared, right? Um, and, and you said it yourself, man. This is a big game for us, for our organization. I mean, we're three two. Obviously, um, they got a nice. They got. A, I mean, I know Louisville is not a very good team but we this had a, year. Yeah, and then no. they probably Louisville. You know, they made some mistakes at the end of the game. They might they probably should have won the game. But Florida State had the resolve to win that game. Yes, and I mean that right there. That that was huge as far as from a player standpoint. If you're on that team and you see that you guys can come back from from being down, right, mm-hmm. and scoring the very end of the game, right. And then also, I mean, it changes the momentum of, of, of the year. I mean, if we lost that game, man, I mean, I mean, wow. two. I mean, they'd be two. They'd be two and three. And, and then things wouldn't be. And then maybe Florida State's confidence is a little rattled. Exactly. Going into this game. Exactly. Then you could see sense the sense of the blowout. But but you said you said earlier that the Canes, like you know, they have the right to you know to do all the making fun of. All the Florida Stateness, you know the turnover backpack. What do you mean? What do you think about the turnover backpack? Yeah, listen. Most Florida I, State fans are pretty like embarrassed. Listen, by it. I, I'm embarrassed. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm definitely embarrassed. Uh, I don't like that idea. I don't like taking somebody else's idea and just and making it worse. up a little bit and making it worse. <laughs> number one, number two, we have no right to be celebrating in any way, shape, or form. We need to get back to the basics. We need to. I mean, we're Florida State University, just like you guys are the University of Miami. Um, there, there's. I think. There's, the, I think the. I think just, the backpack looks really cute on I, you. Guys. <laughs> I'm gonna say this much. I'm gonna That's say this I much. Think. I would not. I would not wear the backpack. I was talking to some of so the. So if, if you if you if you're playing right now and you're a safety, yeah. and you get an interception, yeah. and they offer you the backpack, you're not putting it on. Absolutely not. That, that's I'm doing my job. Why would I get rewarded for doing my job? Hey, listen, I, I saw I, I think Greg Reed. I, I thought I saw him tweet something about the backpack. Oh, the fullback. Um, EJ Manuel was talking about it. Was just with they the weren't too happy Moody. about it, right? No, they were. They were absolutely. I mean, I don't like it. I don't like it. What do you, th- what do you think Warwick Dunn feels about this backpack? What do you think uh, Dion Primetime? What do you think feels about the backpack? God, what do you think Snoop thing. Menace? Snoop oh. Menace. <laughs> Crafonzo <laughs> Thorpe. <laughs> no, we're, we're all not on board with it. However, you know, whatever gets the team hype gets the team hype on the field. But you know what ultimately gets the team hype? Wins. So we need to execute. It's a real dogfight out there. Saturday is going to be a primetime game. It's it's 3.30 kickoff. 3.30 kickoff, It's yeah. going to be excellent. Um, it's going to be a showdown. It's showtime, man. I mean, this is what it's all about. This yeah, is one, well, of the, one of the games you circle on the schedule. We were talking about that last night, about the game time and all that, and how maybe – I'm know, so happy it's 3.30, It should have been an 8 o'clock. I don't, I don't think it should have been an 8 o'clock game. I think it's no. it's, I think it's scheduled right. Well, look, look here's, here's you know? why. Well, first of all, they have Notre Dame, Virginia Tech at the 8 o'clock Notre slot. Dame always gets dibs on anything. They're, they they're on the road, so and, you know, they, right. I mean, yeah. and Virginia Tech's – home that should be a good game but here's why you wanted it to be at 330 first of all i, I mean i i didn't look, i didn't want to deal with that raucousness of everybody being hammered in the, in the stadium <laughs> but second, the real reason number one real, real no joke yeah you got the you got the fight the big fight on oh, yeah. saturday night mcgregor mcgregor and khabib That's there you go. Really, which by the way so, guys i'm having a watch party at my house but you see you could pull off that way you imagine having that watch party at your house yeah. and stressing out the end of the fourth quarter of the miami florida state game no, at the right. end no you're right you're absolutely right, right. and the 330 kickoff the, the game will be over by seven like 11 yeah you're stress-free. Game ends. You got plenty of time in between the game and the undercards of the fight. I mean, it's it's stress-free. This is exactly what we wanted. Listen, I don't know. I don't know if our if we got to get Eric on the on the on the phone now in a second. I just don't know if if uh, if our phone if our phone thing is working. Are we going to be able to use this to get on the phone? I think we. Should. I think we will. You want to try? It. Here, let's try to get. You want to take a You want to take a break and then we'll. we'll no, call. no, no. We're not even take a break, take bro. A break, yeah. We're not taking breaks for losers. I agree. Taking a break is for losers. Yeah, we, you don't take <laughs> a right? you don't take breaks during Miami Florida State week. Right. We're not losers around here. We're winners. You know why? Because <laughs> we ABC around here. Ain't that right, Mike? Yes, sir. All we're business. Always be always be closing. Always be closing. All right. But I just I just don't like the approach. I let you guys. 
<laughs> yeah, this I don't like it. They're, they're treating this, this rivalry. He uses this reverse psychology. No, it's not reverse psychology. They're treating the other day that we were gonna get whooped by Toledo. Okay, you see, but here's what's absurd. You you could you can get away with taking Toledo lightly. You can get away with taking FIU lightly, which they did. Right. You can get away with taking, but you can't get away with taking Florida State lightly. Do you really think in the locker room right now the environment they're taking us lightly? They're making they're calling the turnover back like a turnover purse. So yeah, I understand that. When FSU when FSU was whooping us, yeah, they were talking crap. No, no, that's not true. They were, they were. Oh, yes, they were. Jim, you hear Jim? You don't think us lightly when Jameis Winston came out and he was losing those two games, and we almost beat him when Jameis Winston was out there. I mean, that, that, that game, they anticipated a close game. But their game talent took over, and they beat us. That's it. Simple as that. They, their talent took over, but Jimbo Fisher always had the utmost respect for the Hurricanes, even though the Hurricanes were and nowhere near the level Mark of Florida State. Has the utmost respect for Florida State. If there's anybody that has respect for anybody, it's Mark Drake. You know, he's, I don't a know class, he's a classy guy, number yeah. one. Number two, he coached for 15 years at Florida State. I agree. Yeah. You know, and, but and I, don't, I don't think you see Jameis Winston making fun of the U uh, d- d- the week of the game. I don't think he... Stop he, it, Robbie. Jameis Winston is the first one that would be making fun of him with all his boys and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what they did? Mike, Mike, and Mike. You just, but you listen, know, listen. Mike, all I'm going to say is we're in sports and Trash talking is involved in sports. Of course. However, however, I will Even say Even Willie much, Taggart said that, they, that their course, own fans were making the, fun well, of the That's, of that's, the, that's the beauty of the sport, right? However, there is always a mutual respect between FSU yes, and Miami. Absolutely. Now, when we I, talk about those there guys is. in Gainesville, yeah. that's a whole different ballgame. We're not even going to mention <laughs> right. their That's name. like Ohio yeah. State that doesn't say the M yeah. in Michigan. Yeah. You know, Miami and Florida State feel the same way about you if. We call them you if. <laughs> those right? guys, bro. And that's it. And, and it's true what you say, Mike. I mean, the the... I'll, and, and and unfortunately, it applies for the guys in Florida as well. A lot of these kids played together. Yeah. Growing up, or played against each other. Yeah. So. Or their fathers played against each other. Correct. I mean, it, it, it dates correct. back to even this you, generation. Well, and not back. only that, not only that, you have legacy players on these teams mm-hmm. that their fathers. For instance, it's a, it's a perfect example. Bradley Jennings. Yeah. His father yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, 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 his yeah. father yeah. played at FSU. Yeah. He's a linebacker at UM. You know what I mean? So hold on a sec. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. We, 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 got, we got time. We don't have. To, oh, I, I like this. Do oh, the impromptu. Does it even? Does it even ring? Why? Well, you, you should be able. Well, you should be able to know. I don't even know. Which are you sure you don't want to like a run, run like a uh, one hello? minute? Oh yeah, we got him. I hear him. Yeah. Can you hear? Talk to him. Yo, Eric. What's up? No, no. You sound. You sound great. You sound great. Eric, are you there? Yes. I, I can't hear him. That's, uh, now you should be able to hear him. Go ahead. Eric, go ahead. Hello? Hello? You got to talk closer to the mic. <laughs> We're live on the air on yeah. sportsovertime.com. We're super live on the air right now. Live. I, I don't even know which connection it is. It's got to be this one, right? I can barely hear Dad. Like, I don't hear him on the mic. Now, yeah. 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 now you're good. Yeah. Now you're good. Yeah, there you go. Now you go. What about All now? Right. What about now? What's up, Eric? I hear you. All right, we got Eric on the phone. This is super ghetto what we're doing here. This is fantastic. I love it. But this is the only way we do it. Eric Marrero from Kane's Insight. How are you, my brother? How's it going? Always good. Great week to be alive. Always a great week to be alive. Ain't that right? Especially this week. Yes. Listen, we brought you on. We want to talk about a couple of things uh, in regards to this game, right? Specifically, uh, the... um, the recruiting, man. All the guys that are listed to come out and and watch the game. 
Uh, talk to me a little bit about the guys that we can expect to be out there. What does this game do for? What does this game do for some of the guys that may be on the fence? Maybe some guys that are committed to one team over the over the other that may flip. Are there any possibilities for that? And if there's any kids that are kind of on on the fence on you know making a decision. Perfect example to me is a kid like Quashan, Quashan, I don't even know his first name. You, you, people got to stop giving these people names like this. Quashan Fuller. Fuller. Um, uh, the kid that's committed to Florida State. Is that a kid that, first of all, is he going to make it down to the game? Second of all, is this a game where it could sway a guy like that? Eric? I know this is, 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 I, you hear me? Yep, I got you. All right. Yeah, um. I don't know if he's going to be at the game exactly. I mean, I don't know exactly how much Miami has prioritized him over the last couple of months. He's another one of those Derek Hunter type of players that likes to talk a lot on social media, change his top fives, the school he's not committed to, stuff like that. But I, I, I expect the, I've seen a couple of lists already that we put out there already. I think there's going to be, people are going to be very surprised by the type of, type of talent coming out to the game on Saturday. Talk to me about some of the guys that are going to be coming out and what kind of impact it's going to make for, let's go with, you know, if UM wins big or even if they just win, if it's a tight game, what does that do for, what does that do for the University of Miami and vice versa? If FSU comes out, and, if FSU comes out and by some miracle of God upsets UM. Oh, Lord. You know, I got Mike Schill here, who's a former FSU guy, so I got to bust his chops a little bit. But what does this do for some of those guys, like a, like a Tyreek Stevenson. Well, it's, it's actually funny because this year is actually it's, it's actually funny because the last two years Miami and Florida State have not really had a lot of head-to-head battles on the recruiting trail, which has been very surprising. I mean, I mean, one you could probably start off with. I don't think many people take Willie Taggart as seriously as they should. I mean, I, I'm talking about a recruits' perspective. I don't think they take him very seriously as a coach. I mean, compared to what he's got in Miami and an established program, a guy like Mark Grick who's done stuff that he's done in Georgia, but you got a guy like Willie Tiger who hasn't really done much. Who hasn't, right now, currently still has a negative record as a coach. So, I mean, what it affects if Miami wins, I think most people aren't expecting Miami to win, but I think the big shift could be if FSU wins, which would be really big for them because obviously not starting the year off right, getting blasted by Virginia Tech, and then somewhat – building the momentum back up with a miracle win against Louisville last week. So there's some momentum building on FSU's side, but, I mean, we have to just see well, what kids are showing up. And most of the kids that are showing up aren't even considering FSU, in my opinion. So talk, talk to me a little bit about uh, some of the kids that will be making the trip down, whether they are the local kids or anybody that is uh, maybe uh, coming from, in from out of town, specifically a kid like uh, Jaden Hazelwood, right, who just recently decommitted from University of Georgia. Uh, seems like we're in a good position for him. I know some guys are talking about that now it's a race between Miami and FSU when he hasn't even visited FSU yet. So I don't understand some of these recruiting pundits, but give me a little – give me a take on – you know, talk to me a little bit about Jaden Hazelwood and a guy like Tyreek Stevenson. So you got a guy like Hazelwood. I believe he's making the visit. I've not checked. I haven't spoken to him, so I do not. I cannot confirm. I believe I saw him on our list. I know a guy like Tyreek Stevenson. I believe he will be at the event from our list. I saw Evan Neal is also going to be making the trip, which is actually one of Miami's and FSU's tight battles, along with Alabama. One of the few guys Miami's recruiting that FSU's in the race for as well. So 
I mean, you're going to see a lot of guys, local guys especially, make it out to this game, like Chris Bogle, who said he's going to be there. You're going to have an out-of-state five-star recruit in Fred Davis, Fred Davis from Trinity. From Trinity, There's going to be a lot of talent. And, and with Hazelwood specifically, I mean, it looks like Miami's a front-runner, but I've always heard Auburn is a team that can be on the lookout as well as Oklahoma. I've heard some stuff where Oklahoma might might have a spot open for him now since some guys might not qualify to see whoever, a couple guys they have like Jalen Curry and some other guys. Eric, uh, the, the new wave of in college football is the young guys taking over for the experienced veterans. Uh, you know, you see, you see it with Alabama, you see it with Clemson. You, it could happen with it already happened with Georgia once. It could happen with Georgia again. Now that uh, Nikosi Perry has been named established as the starting quarterback, what does this do going forward? Is is it, what about you got Jaron Williams too? Could Jaron Williams possibly upseat Nikosi Perry down the road next year and the year after as well? Could we have the same scenario that we had? Obviously, the, with Malik Rozier, you know he had his he has his limitations, but can, I mean we we see what happened with Alabama twenty six and two. You're getting benched for the rookie and. Kelly Bryant, you know, a senior, been to the college football playoff. You're getting you're getting replaced by a freshman. What do you think this trend happening is happening towards college football? And it's, how's it going to affect the Canes going forward? I mean, I think it's a good problem, very good problem to have, in my opinion. If a guy like Jaron Williams comes out next year, and say, let's say Nikosi Perry does his job, wins every game besides Clemson this year, goes eleven has eleven wins, and then a guy like Jaron Williams comes in and takes a job at. I would look at that as a positive sign because it shows that a guy like Jaron Williams has gotten better. It's not a knock on Nikosi Perry. All about competition. That's what the coaches always preach. That's what every coaching staff in general preaches at every college. You always need that type of level of expectation, competition involved with your program. That's how programs like Alabama keep running. Programs like Georgia, who are starting to build up the trenches, putting up their players with different five-stars coming in. But you're always going to have these players transfer out. I mean, you can't, a guy like Kelly Bryant, you can't fault him for leaving last season, wants to do what's best for him. I see a lot of people throwing shots at him, but you got you to gotta put yourself in these kids' shoes. These kids kids have put their dreams, they've done work their whole lives to get to this moment, and then they, they somehow obviously lose the job. I mean, it's not his fault, but the guy next to him was just better. But you have to just put yourself in these guys' shoes that they're trying to provide for their family, this and that, other there can be different type of scenarios that go on go on with these kids. So you can't fault a kid just for transferring because he's not getting enough playing time. And you can't hate a kid that wants to go to a school that he's going to get early playing time. You can't fault anybody for that, just whatever the kid decides to do. Well, speaking of faulting, speaking of faulting someone, this is completely outside of recruiting. Please let me know what in God's name is going on with Amon Richards. Is he gonna play this weekend? He What's going on with his knee? I mean, he's still he's still not practicing. He's on the side on the bike. What the hell is going on with this guy? There hasn't been much information about that. I would just relay yeah, no back kidding. to what Mark Rick said, saying that he's gonna be out. I, I I don't expect him to play in this weekend. Obviously, Mark Rick has also stated that, saying that it's gonna be a while till he gets back. But people are getting a little concerned about this, saying that this might he might have to redshirt this and that. I mean. I don't think if he redshirts, I don't look at it as a problem because Miami's just that's what happens when you recruit such these type of players and the type of talent you're getting. You get a bunch of guys that can easily fill in this role and just step up to where they are. Guys like Jeff Thomas, who doesn't play necessarily the same exact position at wide receiver, but he's a guy that you've seen as a sophomore step up and make that rise. 
So you just need to see that from other guys like D. Wiggins. You've seen that from Brian Hightower, Daryl Langham, who's always stepped up when when time is called, when his number's been called. So I, I don't look at it as a problem. I mean, Kane fans are worried because obviously it's amazing freshman year and we've had such high hope for him, first-round draft pick. But, I, I mean, it would honestly benefit the team if he actually comes back for his senior year. You bring back another veteran leader. And if he ends up redshirting, I don't look at it as a bad, bad plan for Miami. All right, Eric, before we let you go, I got one more question for you. Maybe uh, give, give me a sleeper. Give me someone that's going to surprise us and visit this weekend for this game. Oh, I have no idea. Who can be a, a key? Maybe might make an appearance. I have. I honestly have no idea. I mean, if the kids are – the kids will make it known that they're coming. It's obviously a big game. The only other big game in the area might be LSU versus Florida. But, I mean, when you have a big-time rivalry game like Miami-Florida State, I think the kids, regardless of what the record is, this game's always come down to the wire, always either a field goal, block field goal two years ago by FSU. It just always something happens crazy in these games. And, I mean, this is a game for everyone to experience. It's going to be a great game. I think – I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think it's going to be very close, like – how it always is, but Miami will probably win. That's how I, I feel about it. I appreciate it. Thank you, Eric. Eric from Kane's Insight. By the way, let, let them know, let everybody know where they can find you, man, on uh, social media and everything else. To find me at Eric Murrell underscore, and, and that, that's pretty much it on Twitter. And just watch out for the Florida Panthers this year. Season opener on Saturday. Oh, this guy is the Florida Panthers for crying out loud. Everybody should tune in. Big game opener in Tampa. See you later, Eric. See you later. All right, guys. You have a good one. All right, you got man. The game? Yep. Oh, that is the uh, Eric Morello there. Look at, the, look at that plug. Eric Morello. Veteran. Eric he's not a rookie anymore. I'm glad he said it was going to be a close game because I was worried he was going to say another blowout. The, uh, throw, <laughs> throwing in the Florida Panthers. I don't, yeah, it's not, it's not going to be a blowout, but I think a lot of the peoples, the, the high percentage of the Canes the fans. The peoples. We should have gotten people on today, man. You've got to save that for Levitard. You can't. He can't, he can't do that people outside of the Levitard. We can get people, um, but I bet every, the, the peoples, the the, the hardcores, the lies, the everyone. I feel like everyone's gonna say it's gonna be blowout, bro. You you go up to anyone of these guys, bro. Florida State is terrible, bro. We are gonna kick their ass. And, <laughs> oh yeah, oh we're gonna. What you you sound, see their offensive you line, bro? Super like Scarface. Thing, <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> kick their ass. <laughs> okay. Oh. I see we a sandwich, bro. I see we a sandwich. <laughs> Okay. The <laughs> mochila. You look like a tiger, huh? <laughs> but oh I, I mean, I, I mean, I hope they they understand it's a rivalry game. It's the first rivalry game for Nikosi Perry, the starting quarterback. Um, this is really his first true test because you know Savannah State, Savannah State, Toledo is Toledo, FIU is FIU, and even North Carolina, although they got their suspended players back. Their two quarterbacks were bad. Yeah, no matter who they put really in bad. there. I mean, six turnovers is is, is a lot. I, I think and the three other. I think Surratt was worse than the other guy, and you know, it was the three defensive touchdowns. That was a yeah. And Surratt was supposed to be the better one. Yeah, he was the guy who was right. suspended who came right. back from the suspension, and they had a whole bunch of guys come back from suspension. And it, it was it, was it didn't bad. really matter. But this really this matter. always happens though, Mike. If I remember watching this Florida State game every year yeah. leading up into the Florida State game. Everything looks great because usually they start the season with you know cupcakes. Except for the, this year, they they started with LSU. Right. But the running, 
the running game always looks good early on in the season, Mike. And then all of a sudden, the Florida State game comes around and they're struggling to run the ball. Right. And it's just that, I mean, I remember one year they had two, I mean, both teams, I think one one team had one yard rushing, the other team had two yards rushing. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know why that is. I, I, I can't really explain that. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it's listen. You might have listen. played in that game, by the way. That was 06 when. Uh, uh, not 06. 06 is a little bit before. You, before your time, okay. 08, 012. Hey, you're making him seem like he's an old man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, it's very that was that's very unpredictable. It's it's a very unpredictable scenario. I'll say this much. I'll say this much. There's only two times in a game where you really can't predict the outcome. Okay. You can look at talent, you can look at speed, you can look at execution. There's only two times when you really don't know what's about to happen. And the first or one, one of those explanations or one of those examples is anything that has to do with the weather. If there's snow, if there's rain, that makes the, the playing field equal immediately just because you have to deal with a, a <laughs> something honest. that you, you never prepare for in practice, right? And the second one is a rivalry week. And, and that's why this game is so special. They could have both. It could have rain and a rivalry. Man, don't wish the rain, man. I don't want the rain. Man, I don't, I don't, want, want, I, I, I don't want the rain either. But know. I'll tell you what, though, Mike. Um, I, I want to be surprised if you see Malik Rozier in this game. And here's yeah. why. Yeah. Because Nikosi Perry, he does not know how to slide. That guy, he looks. He takes one bad hit. It happened a couple years ago. Brad mm-hmm. Kyle, like the first drive of the game, his head right on the floor. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. And he played the rest of the game, but he wasn't. I mean, it might have not made too much of a difference, but he definitely wasn't the same the rest of the game. I'm not saying he was concussed. So what's gonna happen if Nikosi Perry goes out? You got the Florida State killer, anyways, bro. Malik Rozier, the street, the street buster, oh, <laughs> the street buster. Let me, let me ask you guys a question: Who would you rather have under center? I, I think Perry is the better. Yeah, right now, I mean, Nikosi Perry. Yeah, but he doesn't have the experience I, that Malik does. I no, mean, no, but you know what? I, it's college football, baby, and the ta- the more talented player needs to play. And look, the offensive line for the true. Canes is also we make fun of Florida State's offensive line, but the Canes' offensive line not very good either. Uh, it's a little better than Florida State's. It is a little better than Florida State's. I will say that we did have a we did have a couple of guys that that returned back to practice this. Um, I think it was this week. So. Whatever, I've been, you know, I'm plugged in over there seeing what's going on. And, <sighs> I mean, we're, we're, we're prepping for you guys, and I know that. Uh, the old line needs to step up, right? You cannot expect Francois to to be a playmaker every single well, play. Not, when, 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 yeah, when, when, he's not going to be able to. He's not going to be able to when he has zero options available. The play has yet formed. It's 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 point one seconds into the play, and he's already being attacked by five guys who are on his back. It's very impossible for that to happen. So, in order for us to even, in order for us to compete, and for this to be a serious game, our O line needs to step up. I agree, hands down. Let's get Tito on the phone well, here. Uh, Tito's vodka. Here's the. I don't know why you keep saying Tito's vodka. You're driving me crazy. You might want to plug in the. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. It's on your phone, dude. That's right. You, 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 you with his new millennial phone. Roberto, get it together. You see, this is this is the problem. You see, I'm going to use your phones to compare what right. with the, to the Mine two is better than yours. I know. I get no. it. Well, you see, yes. You see, this this phone is a little bit more new school, but it can't do the simple stuff like plug in a <laughs> headphone jack. Oh, it can, that. it can, but with a real see? man's headphone jack. And that's <laughs> that's what I think is going to be wrong with the Miami Why Hurricanes. Don't you just dial a number and shut your pie I hole. think they think they're too cool for school, and they're going to forget the simple stuff, <laughs> kind of like this phone. And ironically, it has a UM logo on the back. Oh, but then at the end of the day, it's going to come through in the clutch. Like, what is this? This is useless right now. This phone is completely is really, useless. Give me that, other than giving give me, me the money. I can find Tito's number then. Tell me how useless <laughs> it is. <laughs> I, I, I can find it. No, I, mean, I, call. I can, I'm just, it doesn't take so, so much easier to find a number than to get a headphone jack into this phone. Nah. 
Doubt it. Doubt it. You got to get it together, Robbie. It's always something with you, man. But I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm that getting the, sick and tired of this. I'm gonna find myself. They're in taking this game very lightly. Look, the past four years, mm-hmm. no matter who's been the be- higher ranked team, no matter, no matter who's been the better team, it's been it's come down to the last drive. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it just doesn't. It's a rivalry. It doesn't matter, matter who's game. better. It, it, yeah, it is. It is what it is. But the, the, uh, Vegas is putting this as a 13 and a half point favorite. Wow, and everybody's eating way, it up. It went up another half point. I did yeah. since since the last time we spoke. It was 12 and a half on Monday. It's already yeah. up to 13 and a half. It That's, could be higher by well, Friday last, or Saturday. Yesterday I heard it was 13. So yeah. he asked me what the what the spread yeah, was. I said 13. 13 and a half. 13 and a half now. Jesus, I don't know if I. Ah, it's a little too much for this game. Very for this game. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. A lot of points for this game. But and look, look. It takes it. Florida State's adjusting to a new offense, and that's why you've seen some early season struggles. But I think it's going to take some time, and I think this week they might they might finally have stuff all figured out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the play the play calling has been uh, kind of questionable Hello? at times, right? Mr. Tito. <laughs> Hey, what's up, man? Tito, hold on a second, because Robbie has you on the phone. Oh over yeah, there. oh yeah. I'm way over there. Here, hold here, on here, a go. second. Tito, okay. Tito's vodka. <laughs> What's up, Tito? How you doing, buddy? We got Tito Benach on from uh, the Five Rings podcast, part of the Five uh, Five Rings. Should be six rings. Sports I mean, network. It should be six rings. That's funny that you say that. Yeah, but uh, we yeah. got. Oh, 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 relax, relax, Mike. <laughs> Tito, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it, buddy. No, no, thank you guys for having me, man. Excited to be on. Absolutely, we're excited. You know what? We're excited, obviously, for the right reasons, man. It's Canes. It's it's Miami FSU week. Uh, I know that you guys got a lot of things going on with uh, with Josh Darrow and with everything going on in the Five Rings. But we wanted to bring you on, man. Talk a little bit about Canes. See what's going on from your end. What you're what you're what you're seeing. How excited you are. Give us your take on on this whole game. Everything that's going to go on on Saturday. Yeah, man. I mean, I am excited. It's been, it's another big game in the Hard Rock, which I think. Fans are always excited for them when that Florida State game comes down here. Uh, and I think this team is excited for it, too. They know that, you know, it's been a while since the Kings have won at home against FSU. I keep telling people and that. I think mm-hmm. right now, UM is catching FSU at the right time. Um, with that being said, though, I, I still think it's going to be a game, despite what a lot of people think, though. I, I, okay, I do think that this could be a close game, just because it always seems to be. Even under the golden years, Miami found a way to make it close. So, uh, I feel like for Miami, this is a game where you got to come out fast and, and just punch FSU in the mouth. That you know that seems to be the sentiment across the board here, except for except for me because I think it, it might be tough, it might be tight in the first half, but I think once the third quarter uh, end of the third quarter rolls around, I think Miami, I, I think Miami finds a way to we pull got people away, in here to pull away a little bit. I'm, I'm, I mean it's 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 very reasonable to think that way. Understood. You know, at, at this point right now where where both programs are. Um, you're, you're, you going, see, you're saying that based on what you've seen so far in the regular season from both teams. You're discounting right. the fact but that this is a rivalry game. But what else am I going to go by? I'm going to go by what, go what they've done every single year the past 10, 13 years. There's been a year or two where FSU beat some 40-something to 7. That was the one year with Jameis when okay. there was a close game at the first half okay. and they pulled well, away. It, it yeah. could happen that was again. a game in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. Tito, what do you think What do you think is going to happen in this game uh Specifically, it's gonna you know swing the game one way or the other. I mean, uh, obviously, I'm, I'm thinking you got Miami winning this game, but um, at the end of the day, it's, maybe it doesn't. It's, it's is it gonna be the defense? Is it gonna be Nikosi Perry? Uh, what's your take on that? Well, I, I do think Miami's gonna win. I, I think Miami will win. I think the score will represent something different from when the actual game probably was. I, I think the biggest thing for Miami is being able to put yourself in a position offensively where you can come away with points every drive. FSU has a tough defense, 
and there's no doubt about that. But for Miami's defense, I mean, it's a complete disadvantage for Florida State. They're one of the worst teams on third down conversions. They're one of the worst teams in the nation at rushing the football. And on top of that, like their defense has been able to be cracked at times throughout this season already when they gave up 20 points to Syracuse. They gave up 21 to Louisville in the first half. So I think for Miami, it's about finishing off drives. This is going to be a quick lesson for Nikosi Perry. Uh, I mean, I know he faced a UNC team that wasn't very good. But for him, this is going to be, you know, by far the biggest game he's played to to date. And I think the benefit for him is he's going to have a, a multitude of weapons to work with. I mean, DJ Dallas has been playing great. Jeff Thomas has been playing great. A lot of guys on that offense that are really, you know, getting into sync. So I think for Miami, the game is one on third down to 30. Tito, this is Robbie here. I assume you're a guy that celebrates big wins with Tito's vodka. If they beat Miami beats Florida State, being the big favorites that they are, is that a Tito's vodka worthy celebration? Uh, you know, to be honest, I, I do love me some Tito's vodka, but I, I'm not a vodka guy. Oh, so, geez, did you ask him a uh, vodka question? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> no, I mean honestly, I'm more of a gym guy if we're being honest, but. Uh, I mean, Tito's vodka is great. I'm not going to deny that. A nice screwdriver is always, <laughs> always comfortable. <laughs> Tito, what do you, uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about, uh, let's go to the FSU side because I know we've got an FSU guy in the studio and he's hearing all this UM stuff. Yeah, it's, 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 it's driving him wild, right? <laughs> so let's, yeah. play, let's play a little devil's advocate here and let's just say, all right, let's just say for the sake of having him here in the studio <laughs> that FSU has an opportunity to win this game. What is is going to be the, the the biggest you know the biggest opportunity for for FSU to to come away with a, with an upset victory on this game. Well, I think for for Florida State, you're looking at it like you got a young quarterback who's never played in a game of this magnitude in his life. I mean, like I just said it, but this is by far the biggest game the coach player is ever going to play. And Florida State's defense has veteran guys on that defense that could you know take advantage of a guy like that. So what I think for Florida State is it's going to be a largely about you know making sure Miami's offense doesn't get rolling and and field position because if Florida State can come away with a couple short fields, then I think for their sake they can come away with points and increase the deficit and then kind of rely on their defense at that point. So I think also something else that I always say about this rivalry is you know these guys know each other, man. Like Florida State and Miami, these players have played against each other. They've known about each other, or they've even played with each other, possibly even Pop Warner. And I think that plays a degree into it, just because, like I said, even during the Golden Years, the, the talent rises. These guys find a way to make plays, regardless of how it comes down to. So I think for Florida State, you're confident in the fact that, A, you have a very stout defense, and B, the talent level, in terms of what both sides have, is pretty similar. Just the fact of the matter is, is that Florida State has to get their offense going, and once, if they can do that, then I think they're going to be in good shape. Tito, are, are you at all concerned? The Canes are 13.5-point favorites. Obviously, Florida State looks, looked shaky against Sanford. You know, they, they had that loss to Syracuse. They, they lost to Virginia Tech. And now that the turnover backpack comes out and some Canes players are calling it the turnover purse and they're making fun of it all week, are you at all concerned that the Miami Hurricanes are taking this game lightly, like they're going to steamroll Florida State in the first quarter? Um, you know, that's a great question. Uh, I, I mean, one thing I know is is Mark Rick has been in this series now twice. And I think in both of those games, 
you know, Miami, while the, the start isn't the hottest, I think they've been in the game for the most part. And Mark Rick, remember, he's been a part of this rivalry. So I don't think that there's any way Miami can come into this game overconfident. Just because I, I think to a degree, everybody was kind of coming into LSU overconfident, you know? Yeah. I, I think people just felt like Miami's talent would win them the game by itself. And, and you know, they had to test up in Toledo. You know, that was the biggest game in Toledo's history of the program. And, you know, they handled business there. They handled business against FIU in a battle that people were calling the battle of, you know, 8th Street, I think it was called. So, it was the People Bowl. The people. Yeah, the People Bowl. The, exactly. the Medianoche so, Trophy. <laughs> the Medianoche Trophy. Think, That's <laughs> awesome. I like that. The Croqueta Bowl, right? The croqueta, that bowl. Yeah. croqueta Bowl. That's way better. Yeah. So, I, I think for the most part, I mean, Miami always finds a, come, finds a way to come into the game level-headed. And since they already have one loss in the schedule, I, I really don't see them underestimating Florida State, especially with the rivalry. Well, that's, you know what, that was actually, it's leading into my next question because, you know, the, again, the sentiment around here is that maybe Miami is taking FSU lightly, right? They're not taking them as serious as maybe they should. You uh, yeah. being cl a little closer to the program uh, than maybe some of us are, is that is that the feeling you get as well from, from the University of Miami or do you see them super focused, ready to go against FSU? Uh, no, I see them super focused, yeah. I, I think... There's too many alpha dog personalities on this Miami team with, you know, guys like DJ Dallas, uh, Trajan Bandy, Jaquan Johnson, um, you know, Gerald Willis, a guy who, you know, at one point people thought his college football career was going to be over. My, Mark Rick told him to get his act together, and then he came back to the team. He was on scout team for a year. He won scout team player of the year. And now he's locked in and playing like a monster. So I, I think for the sake of Miami, they've got a lot of veteran guys on this squad defensively and offensively. It's a lot of players last game playing Florida State. And I just, I just can't imagine Miami coming into this thinking that if they just show up, they'll win. They know that Florida State has talent. There's no doubt about that. These teams know each other in, in that department. But the matter of fact is, is that for Miami, all their goals are still in front of them. They can still make it to the ACC championship. And getting this win on Saturday is a big part of that. And, and I think they sense that, that you know, you often talk about it in, in dynasty runs, which is the changing of the guard. You know, I think Miami feels like this could be the changing of the guard. It, it happened once a while ago, and now Miami can, if they can beat down Florida State, they can establish themselves as one of the top, if not the top programs in the state, and I think they will. Good stuff, man. I, I got one more question for you that I, I, I asked your, your, your buddy, um, Eric Marrero also <laughs> this question, oh, man. God. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm I'm a bit concerned by this. I understand that we have a lot of depth and we're very talented at the wide receiver position and at some other positions. My big concern is what you're hearing on the status of Amon Richards because I have no idea what the hell's going on with that guy, um, and right. and also Jaquan Johnson for that matter. I think I think he more than Amon Richards is someone that we're going to need on that field on Saturday. Absolutely. Um, with Amon Richards, I, I, I think at this point we really have to start tempering our expectations for his return. You know, this is, I believe, the third time he's injured that same knee, and there's discussion of him possibly redshirting. And I think for the circumstance of Miami, you don't want to rush him back out if he's not 100%, because we know that Amon hasn't been at 100%, and we've seen what that's like. So I think for the circumstance of Miami, that's going to be a wait-and-see approach. And I, I 
if if he can't play, you know, at least six games, it, it might just be worth registering him and saving him up so he can get fully healthy. But that's a call for Mark Rick. I know that Jacoby Johnson and both and Shaq Quarterman both practiced today, and they're fully expected to play this this Saturday. So I think in that department they will be good. I know Jacoby Johnson is huge for the defense. I mean, he's the leader. So I, I think for the circumstance of the defense, I think both those guys should be ready for Saturday. And lastly, before we let you go, man, explain to me how two weeks ago we beat an FIU team 31-17 and move, and move up in the polls six spots. Not that it really matters. And then we smoke UNC last week and move down a spot. How does that work? What the yeah, hell is, I mean, I'm what is that? I'm confused about it. I'm confused about it, too, um, just because I don't get how you can have a 30-point win and that's unimpressive. You know, um, I, I think for the sake of some of the other teams in the front, I, I know that there's some teams that are still questionable. Auburn lost to LSU, and somehow they're still ranked ahead of Miami for whatever reason. Well, but they beat, and, my my reasoning behind that is they beat Washington also, and it lost a much closer game. You know, so maybe right. that's that's where they're they're getting the edge there. And, and that's a good point. I, I think for Miami, you know, the, the reality the is, and, and I think it, you know, entering the season, people even said it. It was. It was why the LSU game was so crucial at one point, which was the, the strength of schedule is it's not very strong if we really talk about it. Correct. I mean, no, it's true. Florida State is, yeah, Florida State's coming in as a team that they look lost. Like that's that's being polite, to be honest. Like they look lost, and they're, they're poorly coached. So Miami's expected to take care of business, and for the rest of the Coastal, I think it's the same. You know, nobody really has any questions for Miami during the regular season outside of Virginia Tech. And even then, they look beat down, man. I mean, that's the definition of attrition and injuries for that team. I mean, they've lost their quarterback. they lost their defensive end. They've lost corners in the offseason. That team is suffering in terms of the death department. So for Miami, I mean, I think maybe, you know, the voters would like to see more impressive wins. I guess that's what it is. But for the circumstance that they can just finish out the season, you know, finish 11-1, get to Clemson, that's where they'll have their shot to really break into the polls and possibly be in contention for a playoff spot. You heard it. Good stuff here from Tito Benach. Uh Want to thank you for coming on, Tito. Uh, Thanks, Tito. Let them know where they uh, where they can catch you, man. At Tito's Vodka. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, you, can, you can follow at Tito Benach, T-I-T-O-B-N-A-C-H. Or you can follow the Five Rings podcast, Five Rings, under, or Five Rings underscore change. Follow them on Twitter. We're posting a bunch of podcasts up there. We just had a two-part series with Ken Dorison, which was really good. So I definitely checked that out. He talks about the Florida State rivalry. He talks about how he got into coaching and working with Butch Davis and Larry Coker and all the running backs like McGahee, Portis, and Frank Gore. So definitely check out that podcast. And uh, be, be sure to tune in to uh, 560 for the game on Saturday night. Look at that. I like it. I like a little 560 plug. Thank you, Tito. I appreciate it, man. All right. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, guys. Have, have a great night. You too. Oh man, poor coach, poorly coached coach. No, I know, I know, I know. Uh, Mike. Hold on a second. Did he say something that's not true? Are they not a poorly coached team well, right well, now? Well, well, Willie Tiger. It takes time. Mike, Willie Tiger. Are they a poorly coached team right now? Are they a poorly coached team? If Mike says it's true, I'll say it's true. Listen, listen, listen. As far as poorly coached, are we are we talking about the personnel in the coaching staff and if they're poor at their job? No, I don't think they're. I don't think they're poor at their job. We're, we're figuring it out. We're figuring it out. Like no, that, that, listen, it, it, it is I'm what it is. I'm not saying they're 
bad coaches. Yeah. But here's what I'm. Here's where I will. I will say this. I think that just like how we were three years ago when we got Mark Richt, you don't have all your players that you really want as part of your program yet. Well, different scenarios. Right? This is the first year. They're running a completely different offense. Right. All right. They got a completely different defense that they're running. They're running apparently a defense that's very similar to Michigan State's mm-hmm, defense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So it's it's you still have the playmakers there. The guys are just as good. I mean, Florida State is riddled with four and five star guys. You know, I think it's a matter of, and I hate to say it because it's so cliche and it's so stupid, but buying in to the program, to the program, and buying into what they're it's really doing. that buying that go- is huge. That, go- that, that. Go- that Gulf Coast offense, it's, you know, it's very, it's very complex. You know, a lot, a lot, a lot of moving parts. It takes it takes some getting used to, and I think you saw some signs of them, you know, getting better last week against Louisville. Now, mm-hmm. you know, obviously against Sanford, it was a struggle, and against Virginia Tech, even even though they made, they had some plays against Virginia Tech, they just turned the ball over. Right. In in the, in the here's, what's gonna, right. here's what happens it with is. FSU, man. Mm-hmm. They're going to struggle. They're going to struggle to score points because they're not they're not accustomed to that type of offense. Regardless of whether you have a really good quarterback like you do in in, in Francois, you still got some playmakers on the outside. Cam Akers is is yeah, definitely Cam. a very good running back. Killer. The thing is putting Killer it Cam. all Killer Cam. Yeah, right. That's good. Um, so I get even point. I get even point for that. The thing is <laughs> putting it, the thing is putting it all together at once. Yeah. Because it's going to happen. Listen. It's going to happen on Saturday where they're going to have a big play and then they're going to lose yards mm-hmm, on two mm-hmm. straight plays. And then Cam Akers or Jacques Patrick is going to bust a 10-yard run. It's, it's going to be a seesaw battle with that offense. Give and go. It happened you last know, year. The, the main thing is, which this is where, obviously this is where the advantage is, this is the front seven of Miami against the offensive line of Florida State. And to, and to, an, to an extent, vice versa. Because our O-line is our weakest quote-unquote position right so florida state's front four is probably their strongest position on defense so if you can manage that the bat who's again, the guy another who's number 99 who could be a first round pick brian burns he's, brian burns yeah he's, he's a legit first rounder uh and it's it's going to be a struggle but if you can if you can uh, isolate him and kind of hone in on that specific thing the battle in the trenches i think that's as it always is, who runs the ball better wins the game half the time, if not more than half. Usually, the, time. the Hurricanes can't run the ball against Usually Florida the Hurricanes State. Hurricanes can't run the last ball. Last year, like Mark Walton ended his career in the Florida State game last year. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And it was a, it was a it was but a struggle. But it's always the same thing. Yeah. It's always the same thing. Duke Johnson had his ankle broken against Florida State. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Just, so yeah. did Mark Walton. That's crazy. Yeah, so that, that's well, what they do. Just about. They're like so. Kurt Angle. They're getting the ankle lock ready to yeah, get ready to go. They're doing something shady Watch in Tallahassee, bro. They're and then, you know, well, I guess oh it was re- revenge on Ke- for Kendrick Norton playing the guitar <laughs> on the quarter. On the, that was pretty funny. And they won the games. So it was even cooler. But <laughs> It's that. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to be a battle. It's going to be fun. I, I think it's, it's going to be gonna stressful. Be and I think it is gonna be, it the longer the game stays close, we could be up, we could be up forty to seventeen, and I'm still gonna be like, <laughs> ah, yeah, you just never know. Because at any moment, uh, and it's you just can't, man. But I'm telling you, if Florida look, the, the spread's thirteen and a half. Be, I'm not gonna be happy until the clock hits. So there's a kneel down, zeros, you, Papa. Yeah, no, not even a kneel down, triple yeah, zeros. Yeah, 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 there, there could be a Larry Zonka yeah. with the Giants situation. I want the official to get on the mic and go, "Oye, vayanse pa carajo todo el mundo." That's it. <laughs> we sort of need a referee to say that. Yeah, I'm gonna be. In, I'm gonna be in the stands going, "No, that's not true. The, the game's not over. Are you sure? Okay, fine. Wait, wait, 
good. They have a, they have a challenge left. You know, they can review that play you know, from four or five it's, plays ago. And that's and that's FSU. Might by the way, you know, so, I, I guess it doesn't suck, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm thankful for the opportunity. But I have to be working in somewhat capacity during that game. I'll be, I'll be at the stadium. You but, got a press pass? Yeah, I do have a press pass. Guess who else does? You do too. This guy. Right Are you gonna be decked out in Kane's gear? You damn right. <laughs> damn right. I probably Did won't. Did you hear be that story, to- Mike? <sighs> last year. Oh no. So I last year not. at the Nord- the Notre Dame Miami game, I can I I got a press pass to go to the game, right? Because I do work, I do do stuff with SB Nation. I want to make sure that my credentials stay stay credible. Credible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, All right. because I Shout am, out to I am part of the media. Shout out to yeah, SB yeah, Nation. Media member, I yeah. am a media member. He's right there with his microphone right. after I'm, every game. Listen, <laughs> I am a media member. All right, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not. No, gonna no, you do the daily sports drop. Correct. Yeah. The, the daily. It's the weekly, but that's all right, man. It goes to show that my co-host doesn't even know the name of the damn show. <laughs> Incredible man. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I show up to the Notre Dame Miami game with a press pass on the field, decked out in UM stuff. And obviously, as a media member, you're not supposed to show favoritism. You're not supposed to show favoritism. My brother, I'm from Miami, baby. Oh man. But he did have to withhold his applause. I did. I did. What do you mean? I did because in the press pass in the press in the press box you can't scream and shit. Oh, well, of course not. So we're holding we're holding on to each other. Me, Ernest, and, and, Beast. and Beast were holding on to each other when that pick six when Trajan Banji got the pick six. We were holding each other, going. And I, said, I, I look over at Ernest and and Beast and I go, Yo, I'm out of here, bro. I'm not you, doing you this scream. press box crap anymore. And I went downstairs and I started watching the game. I'm like, I, I'm not sitting in this press box. Are you, are you I can't say scream and shout and yell for my team. It's not gonna happen, bro. <laughs> I'm going down to the club section, Papa. So both of you guys will be at the game. I'll be at the I'll be at the game in a working capacity. I probably won't be in, in decked out in Kane's gear. Right. I'm gonna see you in the presser. I'm gonna see you in the presser. Well, I don't think we'll be in the same press box. Yeah, we will. Is there one press box? Like you? Yeah, it's just one press box. So you're telling me well, when I went, you, Sean was sitting in the corner. I was sitting with with the. Uh, oh, Sean Stooges. was there too. Yeah. Sean was there too. Yeah, yeah, I was sitting with the Stooges. Wait, I mean, you, you, like you're telling me, Joe Z and Don Bailey are right there with you? No, man, that's that's. But that's not the press box. That's, yeah, that's what they call a game. That's 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 different. Yeah, it's I'll, a broadcast I'll, booth. Yeah, I'll be in a, yeah. I'll be in a broadcast booth. Oh, you will. Yeah, but Why, not, are you producing the game? No, I'm I'm spotting. Um, uh, which is uh, it's for Compass Radio. I okay. believe just Jesse Agler is going to be on the call for that national. Oh, it's, nice. a, it's a national radio. Damn, Robbie. Well, th- th- thanks doing to big beast. things, Papa. Thanks to, thanks to Beast. And oh, what I'm doing right. is I'm literally there with binoculars. And if there's somebody, if there's an injury or something happens, I had to go binoculars. Oh, that's number 57. And, gotcha. you know, 57 or, well, I don't know who's 57, but Goth 74, Tyler Goth here. Oh, yeah, he's down. You know, you got to. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, so I'm spotting. Good for you. That's, that's what I'm doing. But Mike, I, have to, I have to be professional. Mike, where are you going to be? Yeah, I'm uh, Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it to the game. So, That's all right. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we, yeah. The parties are way better. No, no, no. no he I ain't going to be at no party. We'll be partying. We won't be partying. We, we actually have a big time event here in Miami, Florida. Obviously, we're for a guy by the name of Grant Cardone. So we have a sales boot camp Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, hosting about 500 CEOs. <sighs> so wait, forget about going to the game. Are you able to sneak a, sneak a screen to catch any play no, whatsoever? Don't, don't tell anybody, but I will have my phone streaming. The game. I mean, at ESPN, at the ESPN app, it'll be up and running. But you know what I'm going to yeah. do, right? I'm going to be texting him every 10 <laughs> minutes. So, bro, you're such oh, a sellout, bro. You should be here 10 minutes. Hey, you got to get now. that paper, though. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I'm really doing the same thing. You know, sort he of. is going to get the paper. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. Well, don't I'm text him. You got to get the paper and write on it. I'm out. Don't text him because you might spoil the plays because his stream is going to be a little bit behind and you're going to be texting in. They do that to me all the time because I don't have cable at home. That's so true. So my boys are texting or my cousin's texting me about the game. I'm like, dude, don't tell me, man. I haven't seen it. Yet. Yeah. 
So yeah, but I'll, I'm gonna need that update to, because you know, there's man, gonna be times I don't times talk to I anybody. I don't talk to anybody during the game. No, I don't. I, but I, I will need a drop every now and then as far as what's going on. Unless I see just, you there, just in case. Unless I see you. What, what if Florida State's up like twenty-one nothing? You're not gonna text him bleep. Uh, I'm middle finger. I'm gonna text him. <laughs> <laughs> he might have no idea. Yeah, you yeah, can tell yeah, the cage up twenty-one to nothing. You'll yeah, be off the press the rest yeah, of the day. Yeah, maybe I'm telling you Throw that at him. If we're losing, if we're getting our three to two, if we're getting our ass kicked like that, man, there's no way nobody's gonna hear from me for like three days. All right. <laughs> That's guaranteed. Oh man, I'm never gonna want to do another podcast again. Oh man. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take next week off. You know, we're recovery as they win their seventh straight game in Hard Rock State. By the way, forget about you know just beating. I think I don't think Florida State's ever lost at that state. Well, actually, the, there was one year yeah, where the Canes played them twice in the Orange Bowl. The Orange Bowl that was back oh. in the 2000, 2001. That was 04 yeah. also. That was 04 with. But Frank you know they, they played in an Orange Bowl against Michigan and they won and they won yeah, that game too. Right. So ever since it became Hard Rock Stadium or it, they haven't lost. Ever since it, it didn't become pro player. It was a pro player right. anymore. They have not lost in that building. Well, I mean, whether it's against the Canes or whether it's against they beat Northern Illinois yeah, in that well, Orange Bowl, things have to change eventually, you know. And why not this year? And it sucks, though. I mean, the Canes already broke the streak of you know losing seven in a row. They did right. that last year, right? But if they don't win this year, it's not next. It's not wait till next year. It's like the Ryder Cup. You got to wait two years to try oh, to win here again. Yeah. yeah. Mike, what's your take on the game, man? Before we before we close this thing out, what do you what do you think is? First of all, give Please. me your take on the game, what it's gonna and what it's gonna take for for FSU to win, man. Yeah, well, the take on the game is we 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 really yeah the take on the game is we we really don't know what's gonna happen. Obviously, you guys are favored in Vegas. I get all that. Big favorites. Um, my much. take on the game is gonna come down to the offensive line and defensive line and that matchup us yeah, against you is, guys and our quarterback having more than two and a half no no more than a second to make a decision on whether to hand off the ball and or to throw to guys who aren't in the spots to throw to yet that's massive that's huge we he needs time he's just a little bit of time if he gets a little bit of time i think the game will be uh very fun to watch. How much better has Francois gotten over the course of the season? Because I know he's, he's recovered from injury. Yeah. You know, that first couple games, you know, yeah. still a little rusty. Now, but not seeing that Louisville game, how he closed that game, how much, I feel like he's gotten better every single game. How much do you think he's gotten better you know, since think, that first game? Yeah, I think he's gotten extremely better. I mean, it, when, 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 you, when you watch the first game and you look at the play execution and only him, I mean, it was a little bit questionable at times, right? I mean, you got to realize that these are guys – 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, putting scenarios in front of hundreds of thousands of people and they need to execute. Now, on top of that, change a complete offensive strategy, be injured for an entire year. I mean, the last game this guy played prior to the first game of this season was against Alabama when, by yeah. the way, that was a, a great ball game until he if got injured. If he stays healthy in that game, yeah, that's a whole. Different everything. Even though yeah. even though Blackman did play well last year, no, and he did play well. He did no, 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 and, and it's did. no disregard to Blackman. Considering how bad that offense, and that's what I think. Yeah. I think that's what it is more than Francois getting better this year. I think it's a matter of him being able to adapt to the situation that he has, which yes. which is obviously not. It is what it is, man. I'm not saying anything that nobody that, that nobody doesn't know. Yeah, the the O line's not good. Yeah, if you're a good quarterback, you adapt and you and you. And you find ways to be successful and mm -hmm. that's what Francois is doing and he was comfortable with the old offense doing that right now if we have a new offense 
and he has to find himself to be comfortable in that scenario while also learning a completely new playbook. I mean, those are elements that, you know. It's tough. You know, it's different. It's, it's tough just to learn a, a new playbook. It's I mean, it's what, thousands of plays, right? And, yeah, gotta, and, yeah, and I guarantee you the installs are not, he does not have a full playbook install right now. There's no way it's gradual progression, install one week, install the next week. Okay, we're halfway through playbook. Whereas like him with Jimbo or even with Jameis with, uh, Jameis with Jimbo, man, they had the wide open playbook and these guys were calling audibles from, from under center. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a whole different ball game. There's there's that that element of unknown and that element of uncertainty and and that that um you know that I'm seeing that get better every single. Every I think single I week. think it's gonna come down to yes the offensive lines and the defensive lines of both teams. Yeah. And I think what's honestly I think what's gonna take it over the top for either team, either team, is quarterback play. If Francois can stay on his feet, mm-hmm. like you said, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because he's got great accuracy. He knows how to get the ball to his guys. He's proven. Regardless He's proven. of regardless of whether it's playing against Alabama or playing against Old Dominion, I don't care. He knows how to get his ball to the ball to receivers. I tell you what, He's got you're... good receivers. Nyquan Murray, yeah. uh, Murray. The, the big dude. I forgot the big dude's name now. Which one? Um, which one? I know there's George Campbell as well, and there's another guy that's really tall, number 84, I oh, believe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't yeah, remember yeah. his name now. Um, it'll, it'll come to me in a second. I can't remember his name. But I tell you what, two years ago, remember that game two years good ago? How, receivers. Mu- how much? How many times Francois got hit in that game, and he still had the heart and the resolve to, yeah. to, to lead them to a victory? So, I mean, you got you to gotta watch out for that. If he can stay upright, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a more exciting exciting game if Nikosi Perry can stay focused and not and, get injured and, and not obviously not he's get got injured. A, he doesn't know how to slide but and the offensive line's got to protect but him but not let the bright lights and, not, and I'm not talking about the bright lights of the hard of hard rock I'm talking about the bright lights of the FSU game all right because it's a whole different animal because FSU is going to bark at you and it's going to try to bite you and it's going to try to oh and you got to hear that tell, tell you the worst things about your mother I know. If they, make, if they make a big play, they make a sack. It's yeah, I mean, you hear it in our own house. And by the way, two years ago, the, the Chiefs they couldn't travel to the game because of the hurricane, and the, 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 the marching the, the band had to stay behind, and they still got to wait. I mean, that was a, as big of a home field advantage as you could have for the Miami Hurricanes that day, considering the Florida State band couldn't be at the game, and the Florida oh. State still found a way to win. But now they're they're not they're not missing the trip this time. They're going to be there, and you're going to hear the. I do give credit though. The Florida State band is is pretty good. They got they got some they got I'll, some I'll, tunes I'll, out there. I'll tell you what I I hate. Chills. I hate to say that, but when you go to Doe Campbell and you hear that at Doe Campbell, it's it's pretty. It's, it's impressive. It's impressive. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. They, 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 do the game of, they do the Game of Thrones they do, they song do. too. Can't let this guy sing. There's not, I mean, there's not like the, the only thing I will say is stupid. Am I my one making fun of Florida State? Now this is it. I'm not making fun of him. Thank you, bro. This is the one thing to do. F L O R D A S T A. Florida State. Florida State. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the uh, that one. Okay, that one I'll say is stupid, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. That's it. That's my only <laughs> thing I'm gonna make fun of. That's it. I hope that doesn't come back to burn me. You know what? Florida does the same thing. F L O R I D A, um, something like that. G A T. I don't know. We are very. <laughs> anyway, Florida. Florida. That's your. Yeah, that's Which, your. Which, by the way, I just realized something. We all spell out our 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 names. All Everybody does. Yeah. Give me them. Give me them. And, and then Miami and and, and, What's and, spell? and Florida State do the C A N E S K. Well, the C A N E S K is awesome. Which, by the way, Jazz, I don't know if you've noticed this, but the past couple years, the Ibis, I feel like he's kind of slacking. With the with the the, I mean, in the old days, the Orange Bowl, might be a new guy. But the past couple years, the Ibis kind of been eh. 
Like, you know, usually in years past in the Orange Bowl, the guy would he was a good dad. He would wait. He would wait. He would let the he would let the crowd build up, and then he just go in and go C A N E S Canes, and maybe do another time after that. This guy, he's just like uh, C A N S Canes, and he and he, go, and he, go, and he goes to the sideline. I will say it's <laughs> cool to watch that. It's cool to watch that. Your fans get pretty hype. I mean, if I was the Miami fan, that would get me kind of. But I, I know, I know. Despite everyone's everyone's saying, I'm very worried about this game, as I always will be until the streak gets broken. I'm not gonna stop worrying about this game. He's a nervous wreck. All Two thousand and four. That's a long time. That's the last time. Forget about that. They've won at home. That they've won at home in their own home stadium. Two thousand and four. You know that we can't end this game. We can't end this show with you being freaking negative, Nancy. I'm bro. not bringing that. That's nothing negative. That's a fact. Final That's a stone cold fact. Final <laughs> score, Mike Schill. Wow. Be realistic, bro. Don't cut. Don't nah, give me this crap. Give no, no, no. Right. Okay, okay. Final score. Final score. Real, realistically, what I think is yes. going to happen. Yes. Realistic. 24-21 FSU. Okay. All right, all right. That's what I'm talking I about. I didn't expect anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, last year was 24-20, and that was a thriller. Yeah, it was a thriller. Yeah, that yeah. was a thriller, down to the wire. Robbie, give me a score. I I say 24-17. Who? I think the Florida State's going to start 14 nothing. No matter what happens in this game, I think Florida State's going to come out up 14 nothing, and the Canes are going to be take a while to have to wake up. Whether they have enough to come back and win the game or whether they just let Florida State win this game. That doesn't answer the question, Robert. I can't, I can't pick the Canes. I'll jinx them. I, I think Florida State wins, Okay. unfortunately. Perfect. All right. And I'm like Kirk. Jasri, I don't, I don't give scores. Wait, you just asked me. Oh, you don't give scores. He's gonna pretty big a winner. Actually, last year this same very week. Yeah, we did. We did. Chaz gave a score. Did I? Yeah, yeah you did. Well, well, we, you we, got, we got where I got, was, and I was sitting over there. You got Actually, the. We, on the we, got, we got the tape. We can go back and look so it up. You're gonna have to so do it. I have to give a score just for this game. Fine, I'll give a score. He's gonna say like fifty to nothing. <laughs> chill, chill. 65-3. <laughs> chill. I'm gonna go twenty-eight seventeen Miami. That, that, that doesn't cover the spreads. So all three of us are. About that stuff, all three of us I'm are not a degenerate like you. I'm throwing that spread out yeah. the window. By the way, I agree. Yeah, that, that, that's ridiculous. What was the spread last year? Do you remember? Yeah, the Canes were three point favorites. Okay, so and that was they and they, they actually showed a lot of respect for Florida State because Florida State had started one and three, and they were with James Blackman. And the Canes were going on the road, right? But, and the Canes were ranked, and Florida State was one and three, but the Canes were only a three point favorite, and they won by four on that last drive. So right. that spread was about accurate. Twenty eight seventeen. Fair enough. It's gonna be but Florida State has won outright as bu- a bunch of times as, out- as underdogs, as big yeah. underdogs. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. of course. It's it's Florida State, Miami. Anything can happen. Man, I'm not even going to lie. Being here talking about it, my heart rate. You're ready to go to the stadium right Mike, now. Yeah. Right. Hey, Mike's going to the game, pal. Hey, hey uh, CEOs. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be able to make. 500 CEOs. <laughs> Florida State Seminoles. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, tough, CEO. Business is business. You lose again. It's tough. That's the only reason why I wish it was the eight o'clock game for me being able. Okay, to okay. You were able to make. However, it. it makes sense. We got the McGregor fight. We got we got another big time game going on at that time because the Gators play LSU at that yeah, same. Yeah, three thirty. Yeah, that's a three thirty. So it's that's gonna be good, great. It's, it's gonna, gonna be college excellent. football weekend. D- double screener if you're a college football fan yeah, out there. And you got the Red River rivalry. That's a that'll be a that's noon. That's a little appetizer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then you want to watch Notre Dame and Virginia Tech late in the late at night. Good weekend for football. Good, good weekend, weekend for football. Good weekend for Florida football. For Florida football. UCF still. Oh, they play SMU. They should steamroll yeah. them, but they got they got a lot to prove. They got to fi- figure out. Again, they have a game canceled, an ACC game that they're supposed to play get canceled. It's going to be tough for them to 
crack through with having one played one less game than everybody. Right, right. So right. I mean, UCS got 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 to do some work. Hey, try fast to convince the committee. Fast forward a couple months here, and, and you I guys, see that you though. guys, you guys play. Florida, right? Not this year, but to, to next, open the to open the season, open the next season year. in Orlando, in Orlando. Orlando. Are we all road tripping? Or no, no, we got to go to that because I think that that is that's awesome. You win either way. Somebody's losing. Somebody's yeah. losing. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm but also somebody's winning. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm definitely cheering for Miami yeah. against the Gators. <laughs> anything but the damn Gators. Yeah, anything. We are out of here. Thank you, Mike, for coming on yeah, the thanks, show. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Let them know where they can find you on social media. Yeah, man. at Mike, M-I-K-E, Shill, S-C-H-I-L-L, underscore, Twitter, Instagram, all social media platforms. Give me a follow. I'll follow you back. And I appreciate you guys having me on the show here today. Yeah. Awesome. All right, well, so, we'll probably speak to you next year as we're getting ready to play the Seminoles in Tallahassee next year. Oh, yeah, year. that'll be big. That'll as we big, continue man. the tradition. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Love to So you'll that. probably be, what, Francois will be a senior, I, I want to say, by then? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Blackman, I mean, maybe, maybe, who knows, maybe Blackman could be the quarterback. We have Rosie, I mean, we'll have uh, Perry in his second year as a starter. Maybe Jeremy Williams could be the starter. Who knows what we no can one be knows. looking for next year? No one knows. Cocaine's. <laughs>